Hello and welcome to episode 176 of the Super Horror Bros podcast. I'm your host Matt and joining me as always is my brother Mike. Hello. How's it going? Not bad man, last week of the year for movies. Yes, the last regular show of 2019 is here. Um, It's been a journey. Yes, to say the least. Um, An incredible year to look back on, um, which of course we'll be doing very soon um, in our sort of annual best of special, which always closes out the year. And Don't uh, we yeah, know it? That's going to be very exciting. Um, We've been having the... our off-air conversations yes. and debates. <laughs> they have begun. They have begun, and oh, it's a doozy. There's yes. some, there's some good stuff out there. Yeah, like if you if your guys are going to be, you know, think the list is contentious, you should have just seen the discussions that we had to have off-air. Um, yeah. Yeah, because, I, feel like, yeah. I feel like one of these years we might have to like record that as like a bonus yeah. perk. Like, who wants a six-hour? <laughs> Uh, podcast of us two just like literally pulling out our hair i feel like oh, we need to be because they'll, they'll want it <laughs> <laughs> even though you guys really don't want it trust me but you say you'll say you want it um but, i don't know uh, I, I i feel like you know i feel like there's some gold in there <laughs> yeah potentially um but yeah kind of you probably as you're listening to this it's probably going to be too late um but hopefully you guys will have sent us your lists at this point um because yeah we've got quite a few at this point and that's going to be a lot of fun going through that on the show yeah, man, that's gonna be awesome um, yeah and so yeah fingers uh, we, i just can't wait for next week like pretty much it's gonna be awesome um no, and yeah there's no news again to kick off the show as we normally do um it's just been so quiet at this time of year of course i've been waiting for as we i really hoped that we were going to preempt the quiet place trailer um mm. it, and it was there was a teaser in in the states yeah oh yeah i did yes we i we mm. should mention that yeah um was We've that attached to this shitty, film as well shitty news job researcher <laughs> <laughs> i even i even knew that as well um but that, that was attached to this film as well it wasn't was. it yeah. yeah and I, I remember seeing that and i remember just being angry and i think that's why i blocked it out of my mind because i was like yeah. well we're clearly not going to get it ourselves no it was a little um, 15 second teaser and i heard a couple of people's comments saying how like it's exactly how a teaser should be like shows mm. nothing and everything else i'm like yes cloverfield it guys cloverfield it <laughs> yeah i mean hope that's what they're doing they're just going so quiet on it um and they really do trust themselves um and mm. trust the film that they've got obviously in there which they should do of course after the first movie um so that's really that's so exciting man I, I just yeah i i cannot wait to finally like see some footage of that movie so i can kind of relax a little bit even though like i'm i'm still confident in that i'm relaxed um, bro i'm relaxed i just want to <laughs> see it like i'm so i'm so pumped yeah it's gonna be great but um there was a trailer dropped about a week ago now um there was that we didn't that we didn't talk about on air i was really expecting you to derail the show at one point or another to discuss it i feel um, i feel like i had my moments elsewhere last week so so <laughs> so my time is now yeah so yeah i'm giving you the floor now because basically we need the time to fill <laughs> so uh what did you think of the ghostbusters trailer and how incredibly disappointed are you going to be come uh when is the movie out i'm going to be so disappointed because my my hype levels have gone off the chart <laughs> i'm not gonna lie i loved it i loved it so much it just like tickled every little bit of nostalgia you know it just it just got that teat and just worked it to town and <laughs> it was it was great like the, the reveals that they kept giving when they they were kind of teasing like oh who's whose grandchild are they going to be? And when they showed like the, the spores, mold and fungus, I was like, it's Egon. And then, and then they, they didn't even stop there. They gave us a little Spangler um, uniform. Obviously the thing is 
there were more uniforms hanging up there. It doesn't mean that he is Spangler's. Mm. Uh, but but I even love that. I love. I just love everything about what they're doing right now. They're just like they're teasing me so much. Mm. And the Ecto One has a goddamn gunner seat. Like, <laughs> do I do I need do I need to continue? Yeah, so like, it, like obviously I'm not the big uh, Ghostbusters fan like yourself. Like it's always a weird one for me because I'm like, yeah, I think they're they're good movies, the first two, obviously. Um, but I've mm. never had that kind of place in my heart for them. I've never ever once wanted any more of it. You know, the same with that Back to the Future of me, where I'm like, yeah, it was good at the time, but yeah. I don't need any more of it. Um, it's probably my only like childhood obsession that predates you yeah (laughs) i remember like being obsessed with this like when i was like three or four or whatever and like you know the cartoon and stuff and yeah and i guess like when you're a baby and stuff but like it it was my first big obsession yeah um and and yeah i i i can't wait man like so did you ever think it would be good again (laughs) um i i don't know like um you know i I don't want to talk about the last movie Mm. But, you know, this one, at the end of the day, um, the last movie was its own thing. Um, you know, it wasn't really set in that world or a continuation, whereas this is, like, just very much as a direct sequel. Yeah, that's what um, they're going for, aren't they? They're, and, they're going for, yeah. like, the Halloween style, aren't they? Really trying to hit you with the nostalgia. Yeah, and they got me in the nostalgia balls. They got me hard. <laughs> um, you know, I, I, I love um, the, the casting that we've got so far kind of mm. um you know obviously um what's it what's his name finn isn't yeah. it um finn, uh, finn wolfhard's and everything Wolfhard. these days. <laughs> yeah he really is in everything because we saw we saw him in a little little trailer before before this movie this week as well didn't we yeah we weren't really paying too much attention to it because we don't really like obviously seeing these trailers but that is an interesting movie the turning um yeah because it's based upon the same story i believe as what the haunted of hill house or haunted of bly manor as it's known is is based upon as well it's literally mm. the exact same story and it was weird that that was already announced and filmed um and is a semi-big horror release of 2020 as well um so that's I, it's, I was curious to see that and especially it probably i think we will be seeing it before bly manor as well um yeah, so again that's kind of weird that we're going to see like a version of that story before we see blind man obviously with hill house it was like based upon a property as well but for us it was just this brand new thing um so i feel like it kind of is already going to take away from blind manor as well but um, yeah but again it's like it's their own fault like they they we knew about that and that was already done a long time before yeah it's, it's just it's isn't it weird though, isn't it, isn't that they both it? took yeah. that same idea definitely um, because there's no shortage of like weird ghost stories to pull from, you know. No, so exactly. It's, kind of... it's just like it's weird that they've both gone into it, but mm. what can you do, eh? Yeah. Um, um. But yeah, and then obviously Paul Rudd as well. Like, yeah. Um, in seeing him, kind of, um, you know, what his character is going to be, I, I, it's, it's cool that he's going to be the kind of the the teacher and like it, like when they showed the little clip from the eighties and he was like, man, the eighties were like The Walking Dead. I'm like, oh. <laughs> just so many so many things got me um obviously mm-hmm. like even the little things like the the shandor mining company i was like oh man they're tying it into one so much and so like that that gets me excited and just kind of oh just everything everything about it got me excited yeah i'm not gonna <laughs> lie yeah I, I like i thought it was a very well put together trailer even as someone mm-hmm. who's not really um obsessed with it or anything and i was just like yeah this looks like a good time i think that it already looks so much better than the most recent Ghostbusters yeah. in terms of just the look of it. It looks right. Um, 
it looks feels, really well it done. World buildy as well. That like yeah. they're, they're not just throwing like Ghostbusters in your face. Like you know the fact that they're like, oh, there hasn't been a ghost sighting in like thirty years. So this, mm. I feel like it's going to be a slow build to what we want. Like that Ecto one driving through the town with the gunner out is like final act stuff. Mm. You know, and yeah, so, it'd be interesting to see if that is what it is, or whether they are being just very cautious with that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know too much about the director in terms of what he's actually done because I know he has some sort of connection, doesn't he, with the franchise? Oh, um, Christ, yeah. What is it? He's like the son of uh, someone to do with it. Oh, who is he? Oh. But obviously, e- either way, what what I was going to say is like this looks really well made, which I think was, I yeah. guess, surprising shouldn't be the word because I don't know enough about them. But like, I was shocked to be like, wow, this really looks good. Um, just like the cinematography and everything in that initial trailer, where I was like, okay, this looks like this doesn't look like another wacky just action movie with the Ghostbusters no. license slapped on. It looks like it very much cares about that sort of stuff, which is cool to see. Oh um, yeah, definitely. Definitely. I think it just it shows it's coming from a place of people that, that you know, really respect the movie, the original mm. movies, and really want to do them proud. Yeah. Um, and it was the vibe still, I got from the teaser. Like, yeah. You know, and it's continued into this. It still surprises me that, like, this exists so quickly because it feels like... I remember when they first started even talking about yet another Ghostbusters after the last one. Mm. And I was already like, man, it's crazy that they want to strike so quickly after that movie because I feel like the the bad taste is still so recent. Um, And so, yeah, that's going to be interesting to see where, like, are people going to be ready for, like, such a nostalgia hit so recently after something so different that didn't work for a lot of people? Um, Oh, that's who he is. (laughs) <laughs> he is the son of the director of the original Ghostbusters movie. Right, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> Has he it. done much yeah. then? Like, because um, I haven't. Again, I haven't personally heard of him. He could have done other no. stuff. Um, um, he's directed twenty-five things. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> is that like but films, TV shows, or two episodes of the uh, U.S. Office? I mean, that's that's right. good enough for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get and a lot of stuff I haven't heard of. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you got to, yeah. you got to start somewhere with something big, and you know, this is no. Yeah. I bet that's the thing, isn't it? Where I feel like, even though the timing to us may feel like this was rushed, this is probably something that he's had his eyes well, on. Well, it, it seems like you know, it, it seems like it would be a lifelong project, and the mm. fact that like you know, he's he's clearly grown up with it. Um, you know, hopefully, because I remember now that like he he kind of a couple of things he said when he was because he was announced before we knew anything mm. as a, as the kind of writer director. Um, I think he probably co-wrote it. I don't. I don't think he wrote it outright. But um, yeah, and like that—that that got me excited that there was just someone that was clearly passionate and obsessed with these movies, making this movie. Yeah. So yeah, it's good times, man. It's good times. Mm. It's movie of the year, twenty twenty. Yeah, I was going to say it's good that we've got this on record now as the sort of first reaction to the trailer, and we can just gauge the kind of hype and excitement from you going into the release, yeah. and then obviously post it because it's going to be interesting to see. <laughs> yeah. There aren't there aren't many things as as long term listeners of the podcast know that really like destroy us more than than you know yeah, <laughs> we, we, can, we can handle we can handle bad movies uh, mm-hmm. we've seen quite a few of them recently but yeah. um, there, there's the odd franchise that breaks our soul you know notably yeah. the the saw uh, the saw movie jigsaw <laughs> and and obviously the, the the for some reason we did an episode on the Ghostbusters. <laughs> yeah. uh, from a few years ago so yeah like we've we've had some low moments and this could be another one i'm gonna make us do a show on it 
Yeah, twenty twenty man is going to be one of those years. Like it's going to really, really land, or it's going to be yeah. a mess. <laughs> We've got a Saw movie. We've got a Ghostbusters movie. We mm. we could be we could be in a very bad place. <laughs> yeah, like oh, just so worried about Saw so much. Oh. I'm not worried about Ghostbusters though. <laughs> yeah, well, you've got your trailer now, and you're kind of happy with my, it. I got my trailer, bro. Like I got my trailer. I'm literally dreading I got, seeing I got the my, trailer. I got my director. So. I'm getting behind. I'm behind mm. the cast. Like, yeah, I'm I'm in a great place. I mean, I like the director of the new Saw, so maybe I should just focus on that and none of the other aspects that they've talked about. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Or the preceding right. two movies. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> um, listen, it just ended with Saw 5. Oh, what a great ending that was. Um, that was a great ending. <laughs> uh, should we talk about this week's film? Oh, yeah. We saw a movie. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about Black Christmas. So to sort of freshen things up this week, not a Fright Fest release, mm. which, yeah, we seem to have really, as you said last week, really kind of milked that dry, as it were. Yeah, um, we've milked that dry. <laughs> so we had to go elsewhere. We, we had to go back to the cinema uh, properly, we did. which felt weird, to be honest with you. Um, it's been a while since, uh, what, Doctor Sleep. Um, it's been a long while. Like one of the yeah. biggest gaps I could imagine for the show. Like it really, it was Definitely. weird going like, oh yeah, we're seeing a horror movie. I was like, oh, I was like, oh yeah, I can't wait to see Star Wars. I was like, oh no, we've got yeah. to wait another week. <laughs> um, womp, womp. But we did see Black Christmas, um, which mm. is the third movie to have that exact same title now. Correct. Um, or oh, well, no, because one of them was called Black Xmas. <laughs> right. Okay. That's <laughs> not. That's not. That's well, I assume that's there, the. But... I'm assuming that's the the last remake. Yeah, I was like, well, like 2006 <laughs> or something. Yeah. Um. And yeah, really. I think it was uh, called Black Christmas colon Black Xmas. That'd that be sick. Been, that'd yeah. be awesome. Yeah. That's definitely. how I remember it. Black Christmas kills. Um. But yeah, like it was. Like, I really enjoyed the first movie. Um, I've seen it a few times over the the last few years, and um, it's one that I always go back to. I think it's just a really awesome slasher. Um, yeah. Obviously, I think nowadays it definitely gets the credit it deserves, and obviously with a lot of these oh, yeah. old horror movies, there's so many there's so many audiences for everything these days. Like it's so um, it's very hard for a niche movie to kind of not find its audience these days. Um, so I think it's awesome to see that, especially cause like with it predating Halloween, that's something so weird when you watch it and you're like, this was four years before Halloween and it just, it doesn't feel right. And you're, you're in like timeline in your head when you watch it. Um, cause we always think back to that one movie is really starting a lot of this yeah. stuff. Um, so it's cool to obviously go back and revisit. And then I haven't watched the remake in years. Um, no, I maybe... haven't, but I, I remember kind of not hating it. I remember yeah. kind of, be, you know, thinking it, it was just a fun, like, you know, slasher movie still. Yeah. I feel exactly the same. I remember <sighs> it was really fun. I, I remember feel like being it had really a couple violent. of decent peop- people in it as well. Yeah. Oh, um, I just remember it was like reasonably well acted. I can't remember who was in it, but. Yeah, it was. Maybe, uh, yeah, I agree I'm with you. Whereas, like, my overall level was like that was that was a fun movie. Um, yeah. surprisingly, and it was in a weird time Definitely. with that early sort of two thousands with remakes in general. Yeah. Um, kind of the post. What was the one that really kicked off? It was kind of like was it Text Chainsaw Massacre? Yeah, Text Chainsaw Massacre was what really got got it going. That was like the it? Michael Bay produced one, wasn't it? And it was very much uh, yeah. like a polished like remake. I was trying to yeah. think. There was like a couple around that time. There was that one that really kicked it off, and I thought that there yeah. was another one that's right 
right there, but I can't quite. I feel no, like Hills of Eyes was around that time. It like was Dawn, early, Dawn of the Dead as well. Dawn of the Dead. That was the one I was thinking. Yeah. Of, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, because obviously that was Zack Snyder and like so yeah. these two big kind of production uh, uh, remakes. Mm. So mm. it was an interesting one because yeah, I don't think it's like as um, people don't remember it as much, do they? As those other ones no. we just said. So it kind of got pushed to the wayside. But it was a fun movie. Um, and yeah, going into this one, obviously. Um, didn't know too much about it. Obviously, it's a Bloomhouse production. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm going to look up in a sec as well, like what they've really been up to this year, because I'm trying to remember off the top of my head, because we just yeah, haven't not really been, they've seen... not been prolific, have they? No, we've not seen that logo slapped on as many films as we normally do in a normal year. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, do, do we just go straight into synopsis for this one? Yeah, yeah. Why not, hey? Go for it. I mean, i got a couple more questions about the Ghostbusters trailer. <laughs> no. No? You gotta save it until there's another trader or something. Fine. Um so yeah, Black Christmas twenty nineteen. Um mm. I mean follows I guess kind of the the initial kind of setup is that basically it's Christmas break at kind of this uh follows kind of these students that are staying in a sorority house and mm. they aren't going home over Christmas. So kind of the, the campus is very much kind of bare bones. Hardly any staff, hardly any students, just just a select few that have stayed behind. And a uh, serial killer starts taking out um, people, uh, predominantly the female kind of sorority. Um, uh, what houses are they called? Houses. I feel like yeah. I'm going Harry Potter here, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, no, that's yes. right. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> Again, yeah, we should say we're not speaking from any sort of uh, kind of too great a knowledge because yeah. it's purely based you upon can... what we see in these films. Yeah, I was say, <laughs> this stuff just doesn't two, exist in this country. Two English dudes talking about sorority houses. I'm like, yeah, you know, like um, Gryffindor. We're like, yeah, they call them colleges, not universities. That's weird, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that that I was I was really choosing my words carefully there because I wasn't <laughs> sure which one to say right. So I'm glad you cleared that one up, bro. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah, so they were mainly going for the Hufflepuffs, um, <laughs> and the Gryffindors are reasonably yeah. safe. Um, it's, a cra- it's the crazy rivalry. <laughs> the quickest yeah, scene I mean, in this movie in particular was fantastic insane <laughs> yeah it was unexpected yeah um but yeah i guess i guess that's it for a setup like i don't really Did you think even say anything about this movie <laughs> it's, it's to do with sorority <laughs> right, I got you. did you mention a killer yeah, it was a killer yeah <laughs> no i think i'm pretty sure i did bro i'm pretty sure i did i think i, I think i nailed it Fair enough. Like, I mean, I can get into the ending if you want. Like, <laughs> um, you know, there's a killer doing killer shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, I kind of let you uh, go last week and I'm going to do the same this week. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's always great to kick it off with some negative comments, isn't it? Um <laughs> Because, yeah, unsurprisingly, this is what I hate, and I hate that these movies keep putting me in these goddamn positions. Um, yeah, this movie's not good in the slightest. Um, in fact, it is very, 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 very bad. Um, it's so difficult to always quantify these things because I feel like, especially in a day age with, uh, in this day and age with the internet, kind of, if you like something, it's a 10 out of 10, and if you hate something, it's a 1 out of 10. And I feel like that's how everyone kind of describes everything these days. Um, 
And I want to make it clear that that's not how I feel. I think, you know, with the show mm. in general, I think we do a good job of getting our opinions across. And so, especially now coming at the end of 2019, it's a good time to look back on a full year of, of movies. And yeah. we have seen over 50 movies at this point. And um, yeah, I genuinely believe like it's not a spur of the moment thing. for the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, that's pretty, you know, that's pretty comprehensive. We've got a fairly good scale of movies. Yeah, exactly. There's 50 conversations at the very least where you can hear us talk about horror movies released this year. And, um, you know, it's not always the case of, oh, my God, this is the best thing ever. or This is the worst thing ever. Um, but mm. go, but to, to describe my thoughts on this movie, like, yeah, this it's is the worst thing ever. My, <laughs> well, it's probably my least favorite this year. Um, and that's saying a lot because there's a, been a couple of movies, kind of a couple in the start or middle-ish of the year around Fright mm. Fest time. And then a couple recently have been really bad. But this might take the biscuit out of all of them because um it with it being obviously a cinema release as well um it felt it always feels like a, a an even more momentous and fun time when mm -hmm. we go to these movies because it is like our yeah. saturday night and we make a big deal about it to watch these movies and to come out yeah. of this and it and genuinely it, and felt... it had been a while as well yeah. since we've been to the cinema so there was there was some buzz to finally get back in front of the big screen yeah for yeah, sure I, like... I had my costa coffee i, I was feeling pretty good <laughs> Yeah, you splashed the cash. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's obviously... I went, I went large. I went large, guys. <laughs> we always have these, like, um, so many on-demand releases. And so, yeah, it is nice to kind of get away from that at a time and, and mm. to see it on the big screen. But then this just genuinely felt like a giant waste of time and money um, mm. to the point where I, I still, at this point, feel robbed of actually seeing a horror film. Um, because to describe this movie as a horror film is doing it too much justice. Um, mm -hmm. It has almost zero horror content. Um, the actual opening five minutes has probably the only real sense of horror that you could describe throughout the entire movie, which is, again, a fairly basic vanilla slasher scene. Um, yeah. But it did at least try mm -hmm. and have tension. It did at least try and fit the tone of the movie, which is called Black Christmas. And we'll get into oh, that. Yeah, how this a Christmas movie... movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like we'll get into how this movie kind of completely disregards that concept um, from the first yeah, five minutes, <laughs> and um, ultimately just becomes this real boring slog. We are seeing really annoying characters um, give these really cringy dialogues, and um, that that kind of go nowhere. And then, kind of occasionally, you get these scenes of i don't even again they're not even scenes of horror but like where where a character would normally get killed in a slasher mm. they kind of get killed off screen for the most part slash um it pulls the camera away and doesn't show anything yeah. and it was bizarre to say the least i think that we need to when we talk about these movies like it is not just a case of oh well it wasn't gory therefore we don't like it thumbs down you know it's like a case of you need to judge all these movies fairly and this really felt like if you're going to make a black Christmas movie and it's obviously going to be a slasher, it's so bizarre to me that you just show almost no violence in this entire movie. Yeah. Um, and it's a 15 as well in this country, which is bizarre because it, it doesn't feel like it needs to have that age rating whatsoever. Um, but like, it, it was like watching a weird crude TV edit of a horror movie at times um, where there's like, yeah, they managed exactly to get it on like a, like. like a mainstream channel, you know? So they were like, oh yeah, we're going to put on like one of these, you know, horror remakes, but like, yeah, we need to cut out anything that could remotely get us any complaints because we're like a major channel. Um, that's what it felt <clears> like to me. <throat> and um, yeah, top, top to bottom, I think everything about this movie is woefully made. Um, the acting in particular was something that I was almost blown away by being in a professional setting in, a, in an actual cinema watching this movie where I was like, did someone just like chuck on their DVD of like a film that they made with their friends? Um, 
because it was like it was so amateurish, especially for a Bloomhouse movie. My God, I've never seen a Bloomhouse movie on the big screen that felt this cheaply made in every no, sense of the word. Um, because the acting is atrocious. I feel like this movie didn't even have a writer or a director at times. Yeah, it had the um, budget as well. It had the five mil, which is what they're yeah. trying to go for, you know, which I know is a low budget. But yeah. when we've seen the the movies that they've chucked out with that budget. You yeah, I was gonna, it's an interesting it. thing with the budget because, like, I don't understand how Bloomhouse do it normally. Um, no. I think they do some sort of no, this magic. is what you expect. Yeah, like, I don't want to accuse them of lying, but we've seen some movies where I'm like, I don't know how you've made it for this price when everyone else is making movies for four times the price. You know, it's, mm. it's not like their movies look like they're made for a hundred million dollars, but like no. you say, in today's climate, five million is like next to nothing. And yeah. this is the first time where I was like, yeah, this look, this looks like it was made for next to nothing. <laughs> um, they're like scrimping on everything. They couldn't get the interesting gore effects or kills. They had to settle for these no-name actors that are atrocious. They couldn't be bothered to rewrite the script at any point. Um, and then, like, the editing in general and the audio design of this movie is, again, some of the worst I have ever seen. Um, mm. Like, the audio in particular is something that we were discussing kind of like, when we came out of this movie. We both had the, these um, thoughts, you know, on our own yeah. independently. And then was kind of like, yeah, did you notice that as well? Because it was... It, this movie sounded unbelievably bad didn't it in terms of like the audio in the cinema just at times didn't match up to the action whatsoever mm-hmm. um and so, yeah to bring you in now quickly like this movie is atrociously bad like almost shockingly bad which kind of makes it an interesting conversation because i don't think i've ever seen such a big car crash like this on the big screen in a long time um but yeah it's not entertaining either by the way like it is overall incredibly boring in its badness as well yeah it never strays into that line of like <laughs> oh this is like comically bad so you might be able to enjoy it like no i was just bored out of my skull the entire time um but yeah what did you think of this great film yeah, I mean, I can't even pretend to troll you this week because you no. saw my face when I walked out the cinema. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I, it was a broken yeah, man. Unfortunately, I mimic almost everything you said. I, I do think it's the worst movie we've seen this year mm. um, because even movies, you know, we, we spoke at length last week about a movie we didn't enjoy, but it still kept my interest to the end. Mm. Um, just because I wasn't sure whether they could pull something together, whether we were going to get this kind of you know big big payoff but whereas this movie we as soon as we got 20 minutes into it i i just knew it had nothing to give i uh, i could tell and um it bored me out of my brain there there were points where i was honestly just staring at the light fixtures in the cinema because <laughs> i couldn't bear to watch what was on screen um mm. it it's one of those things where you know, like like you said, it's a combination of everything with this. And, you know, the audio was, was ridiculous. At points, um, they clearly got actors back in the sound booth. And they were recording dialogue in scenes where they clearly didn't speak dialogue in, in the mm. original shot. So you've got a character walking down a hall and their mouth isn't moving. And they're, they're shouting and talking. And I'm like, what what is going on? Yeah. Um, and And then obviously, like you say, when you get to the violence um it is difficult like you say when you talk about oh you know violence and horror movie oh you just need violence and everything do you and it's like no you don't need Mm. that like there are movies that are terrifying that have almost no violence in it you know paranormal activity back in the day you Mm. know was absolutely terrifying absolutely fantastic you don't get anything till the final few minutes you know you don't need to have violence in your movie but when you make a slasher movie and when you give everything else in the slasher movie and then just cut away 
you you just feel like you're missing the movie you know that Mm. that is that is kind of the point of these and so it almost felt like they were trying to not give you that to be like oh no you're not getting that you've yeah you know this is this is what we're trying to do and and kind of you know overthrow other messaging and not actually just give you a slasher movie Mm. um and yeah it it was just a massive disappointment that that got that i was just so switched off about and for a franchise that you know i think you know the original black christmas is a classic i think the remake is something that um you know was was well done at the time and for something that I'd really like to get behind, because I think like these Christmas horror movies are fun, like if they can be done. Yeah. Um, but the we've really we not past... had many either. No, exactly. And but the second we got past the first scene, it just really felt like, you know, there's no Christmas in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's like the movie uh, didn't want it to be set at Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. The story they were trying to tell. And you know, it, it, it just it just lacked. A, absolutely everything and yeah the acting was was also super poor in it i think Mm. for me the only the only interesting question that i have coming out of this movie um that i'd be interested to pose to you is obviously um this movie in the uk is rated a 15 Mm. um but i think it it borderlines you know that it might have got a 12 rating yeah Um, and in the states it got the pg-13 rating which is obviously what they were trying to achieve um my question is like should they be making movies like this for a young audience and you know like we've seen a couple of movies like this now where like we saw scary stories to tell in the dark which was like there are some actual scary moments in that that i mm. felt kind of actually warranted maybe a higher rating and yeah. and then kind of with this movie um you know you've got all all of the intent you just don't have the on-screen violence that we've spoken about Mm. so for 13 year olds to be going to see this movie and having you know the stalking and the violence and and knowing what has happened you know you literally see a knife go down you just don't see it so it's basically what psycho was back in the day you know and it's getting a pg-13 rating and you've got obviously there's um conversations about rape and kind of all of this stuff in the movie that's very at the forefront and i just feel like you know why are you aiming such adult content at a young audience and then trying to achieve that rating to get the audience are you trying to make a movie that's a gateway um for you know into horror or are you trying to just open up your film to the highest number of people possible or like what what are you trying to achieve with that rating and and do you think there's a place for this sort of thing well to answer it i think that it's quite simply that they loads of different people to do with this production have a completely different answer to that question Mm. um i think i imagine that if you would ask the actual makers of the movie um i think clearly they have put a lot of messages in this movie that they feel strongly about um Mm. that are very much adult themes that i don't Mm. think young people should be um being taught about and and trying to open those discussions about um so from that sense this purely is based upon adults but then yeah when you talk about the rating and kind of what Bloomhouse and, and, and the distributors in general were trying to achieve with this movie. Yeah, I agree with you. They are completely trying to tap into that younger market. Yeah. Um, anyone who might like this sort of thing. Like, yeah, they are. Like, it is 
100% valid bringing up the rating, especially in the US, which is always going to be the, pri- the primary market for this because that is obviously intentional. Like no mm. horror movie comes out with a PG-13 rating accidentally. Um, they are clearly going for the audience. And yeah, they're, tra- they're clearly trying to open it up. And yeah, I, I, to answer the final part where you said like, is there a kind of, I guess a need for this was your question. Um, like it's, it is weird. Like, I don't really know what the answer is. Like, cause with, with scary stories, I could see what they were going for where mm. even though I do think that we both said it was like a little bit too violent for the audience that they were yeah. perhaps trying to sell that towards. But clearly I could see an age of like the goosebumps when we were younger and stuff yeah. that is like, hair is like this horror tinged yeah. thing. E- you even goosebumps now, you know, yeah. the, 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 the the kind of recent films are like yeah they do a better job yeah yeah because i just feel like you know obviously for me i feel like having these kind of um entry level type things does serve a purpose but i think Mm. it has to be more of these creature feature type things and you know that sort of thing something is uh, take away the messaging of this movie and some of the other stuff and just talking about like a slasher movie i think a slasher movie needs to stay in the adult category you know if you've got if you've got like a guy wandering around with a knife trying to kill people even if you're not showing that 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 is adult inherently adult themes do you know what i mean Mm. whereas you know like a goosebumps movie you know you've got like a you know a teen werewolf movie you know or something like that um you know this sort of thing i can see that bleeding the lines but i just i this one felt a step too far for me in general um and it just it then ultimately made a movie that i don't think serves as a gateway um Mm. at all um and it doesn't serve as a movie for the for the adult viewers either so it really just serves no purpose yeah (laughs) which is you know the worst thing you can do yeah, well, that's how I exactly how I felt when I watched this, where I was just kind of like, I don't, I genuinely don't think this movie is useful to anyone, um, anyone who might watch it or would watch it in the future. It's kind of a mess from top to bottom, really. Um, like, especially the story where it's not even worth spoiling it, but like where this movie goes and kind mm. of the new, the new elements that they add, which aren't in the previous Black Christmas movies, is like so nonsensical and completely pointless and at times just yeah. a joke. That like it got to the point where I was like, I don't even know what I'm watching at this point. Where it was like it got so wacky and bizarre, and not even in like a fun tongue in cheek way. It's just wacky because it's stupid. Um, and once well, you because, get to that final act, it's just like, what is actually mm, going on? And does any of this actually even matter anymore? Like because it's just pointless. Well, that's one of the things that like, kind of like with the filmmaker's intent, because um, when when you start getting into the final act the characters kind of uh you know there's a real lack of blood in this Mm. movie because obviously that really got the violence you know and the rating up higher and when we start to get like characters being injured and stuff there's a weird you know thing that happens there um i don't really know why i'm skirting around it so much but characters don't necessarily bleed blood in this movie (laughs) yeah and um you know i think um when when that happens uh it's a real weird choice and it does make me think were the filmmakers looking at that rating and trying to keep it down for that reason because it doesn't Mm. it doesn't really serve a purpose for the plot like i can see why they've like put it in that world when we get into the final act and we find out more about what what's happening with characters but even Mm. then like there's no need for that to happen it was it's just a way to kind of you know get get that rating down you know like back in the day when the movies would just have like the pink blood and stuff to to get to get like an r rating 
And it's just, I don't know, everything about it felt like it was just trying to bend the rules to get to what they need. And then ultimately it just make it doesn't make anything that, that works on the screen. Yeah. Like it's, it's just a mess from top to bottom, really. Um, there are so many issues with it. I think that one other issue, and this is like problem 1000 with this movie because there's just so much wrong with it, but you touched <laughs> upon like the, the messaging of this movie. Um, mm-hmm. And I think that um, obviously one of the main kind of topics is um, like rape culture in like these American frat houses. Mm. And that to me is like a really interesting thing to add into like a modern day slasher. Um, I think it could be done really, really well. And my biggest takeaway after watching this movie um, is that I think this movie is very dangerous in a lot of ways. Um, I think that the way it handles that stuff is, is not good um it's really overt and in your face and i i would warn people who may have um come in contact with this stuff in actual real life to stay away from this movie um because i think it will be like genuinely triggering um because i don't think this just does it in a in a nice kind of real way whatsoever i think it very much feels like it has this weird subplot in this really dumb poorly written movie um so from that sense i think it's bad and i i I keep thinking about 13 reasons why recently after seeing this movie and how kind of we discussed it on the show obviously like a lot of the criticism that that show came under um particularly talking about season one not talking about the later seasons where it really falls off a cliff um but like when when they actually were dealing with these serious issues and obviously with it being on netflix which is this huge provider i think so many people saw it and we've discussed like why they did their edits and why i disagree with it but i think that show in particular did such a good job of really like talking and bringing up these issues um, yeah whereas um and and so that is why like yeah it got criticism but it only got criticism in my opinion because it's on this big platform the line yeah when it's and it's on this thing where so many eyeballs are going to see it that you're always going to get people that kick up a fuss and then they're always going to cave to the vocal minority and it's a shame whereas like not enough people are going to see this to care first and foremost um and so i think it's it's that is something that can do it really really well and i think that a movie like this is really dangerous in 2019 and i also think it's sad because i've seen a lot of stuff where um you know it's really there are interesting conversations to have with a lot of stuff in the kind of like social and political climate in 2019 which is very much a hotbed of opinions and um i think seeing a movie like this which is very in your face it's it's trying to draw a lot of lines in the sand i think and it's trying to start a lot of fights that don't need to happen um and i think it's a shame that a movie like this would take that direction where this is like a weird aside for a lot of people that don't care about video games but me and you have both been playing a game recently called death stranding as we discussed and to be very brief that movie is oh sorry that game is completely about trying to bring people together in spite of our differences and that's exactly something that i personally want in 2019 um based upon all the stuff that we've said as opposed to something like this which i think it's it's sort of message and purpose that i got from it was it's trying to divide us even further and i I don't want to support something like that no this is exactly what got to me about this movie is that um you know it it felt like an angry social media commentator yeah making a movie (laughs) when um when all you're trying to do is trigger people and cause more anger instead of actually give a you're not trying to start a dialogue problem yeah you're not trying to open a dialogue you're not trying to actually identify a problem and fix it and i know we're talking movies here but movies Mm. can have messages that bring people together and 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 look at things uh joker did that for me Mm. where it really opened my my eyes to these issues where you hear the headline about something that someone's done but you don't get the backstory behind it you know and it's you know the the mental health issues behind it that, that can be massive whereas all this movie does is push 
two parties apart that needs to work together for a common problem. Mm. Um, and it also focuses on the very small percentage and makes it out to seem like it's, it's everyone. Um, and that's also a problem. And then, like you say, it just creates divide and it creates issue when, when really, you know, th- these real life issues that do exist, you know, don't, we don't want more divide there. We want people to be mm. uniformed. And so, you know, this, this movie upsets me massively for that. And so, you know, and that, that's another reason why it's the worst movie of the year for me, because, um, I was actively upset that we actually saw this at the cinema and have put money to it to yeah. help it towards its box office because I don't stand behind anything that this movie is trying to kind of achieve because I just don't think it's doing it in a, you know the what what it's putting trying to put a spotlight on definitely needs a spotlight but it doesn't need it in this way because all it is is bringing negative vibes yeah to it's real so hotbed already like if it, yeah. this this type of topic in general would be very hard to pull off, obviously. Oh, but yeah. um, first and foremost, it needs to be done in a in a good movie. And so the fact that it doesn't surprise me that it was handled the way it does, which is extremely poorly, because mm. they also handled a bunch of things like, as you just said, it's really yeah, hard like to pull that the, stuff off. Yeah, There's easier like, stuff just, to pull off. Just editing a movie. <laughs> yeah, making a movie, you know, actually <laughs> having competent characters, interesting dialogue, um, any scenes of interest in horror for a horror movie. Um yeah, like they fail on every single front. And so that's why I think it is it is bottom of the list for me personally in terms of my criticism with it. Because like yeah. I say, there's there's top to bottom. There's so much wrong with this movie. And it's like, oh, and by the way, it also had, in my opinion, a negative impact on like social issues, um, which makes it even worse for me. Um, yeah, because that, that, that is what upsets me, though. That The only thing that I feel like could be taken from this movie is people are trying to use it for behind the messaging behind it. And I really think mm. it does put negativity out there. Yeah, the only positive I can take from this is that there are plenty of other TV shows in particular that yeah. do handle this stuff with care, and I and I hope that people seek them out in, instead well, of Well, and also, this. My, my only side of positivity on it is it doesn't seem like a lot of people saw this movie, so... No, no, exactly. <laughs> like, we're, we're the fools in this situation, because, like, yeah. like you say... We're, we're doing the we, hard work. We're yeah, doing we, the con- hard work. we contributed to this, unfortunately, and, um, mm. but yeah, the good news is not many people are going to. Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty much done talking about this awful movie, if you are. Um, I mean... No, I don't know if you could tell, but I was almost done in the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you just kept one sort of about Ghostbusters, which is fair yeah. enough. Um, it's your happy place. Um, but yeah, I'm assuming that this place, is a man. very strong no for a recommendation. It's it's the strongest no I've given all year. Yeah. Yeah. I, I completely agree. Like you're out of your goddamn mind if you want to pay money to watch the cinema and yeah, do not under any circumstances waste 90 minutes of your life watching this movie. No, um, there are two versions of this movie that are way better <laughs> that exist. Yeah. Which you can't 100%. say often. You can't say often about a movie. <laughs> That's a good point actually. Yeah. <laughs> like what else is there where you're like, Oh no, they already delivered on the concept twice. They didn't need yeah. to ever make this movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it obviously, yeah, we touched upon it, but like this isn't a black Christmas movie. This is just the name. Um, yeah. They literally bought the cheapest horror IP that they could to slap onto this movie that had nothing to do with black Christmas. Cause like what mm. we said, there's an opening kill, which is uh, you know, a fine kill where they kind of create this snow angel. And um, I, 
don't even care about ruining it at this point. No, um, but that is the only that is the only kill that is somewhat related to Christmas um, in this entire movie. Um, so yeah, this movie is an abomination. Like it's a, it's a real shame to end it this way in 2019. Um, and I'm really glad that we get to you know watch the. Bad I feel like it was. A, yeah, I feel like it's a firm reset button, and then the yeah. next week we're going to have a good time, and then we'll be ready fresh again for 2020. Yes, you know yeah it's a good way to look at it um but that's yeah. what i'm trying to do man <laughs> I, 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 like, I like to bring positivity into my yes. um into my arguments you know yeah let's come, this, let's this come together movie. guys exactly um but yeah that was our discussion of black christmas we will take a short break and we'll be right back So yeah, that's pretty much it for the last regular show of 2019. Um, pretty crazy that we got here after all these weeks. Um, I know. Obviously, we, we've been talking we've about the purge recently. Bro. Yeah, we've seen a lot of movies, a lot of TV shows as well. Yeah, just a lot yeah. of general. Um, yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, played some video games. Sorry, played some video games. Yeah, I was gonna say they're they're always fun. Um, I just can't like we need to not bring it up. We're gonna, go, <laughs> we're, we're gonna go off on it again, but like my mindset has just been fully Resident Evil everything in the last couple of weeks. Like I can't help it. Resident Evil Three triggered a part in me where I was like. I'm just so ready now again. Like I'm just so full of hype for that series, which is awesome. Like I love that we're now. Yeah, I'm like, just in... I'm just actively buying every version of a Resident Evil game I don't currently own. <laughs> yeah. uh, I own every Resident Evil game, but I don't own all the different versions. Yeah, that's, so that's a really dangerous doing, like era to go down, especially when it's like a Japanese-made game as well, because <laughs> you have all those lovely variants in Japan, which are just incredible. God, <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> Good luck. You're welcome. Um, right. But yeah, we obviously talked about the I purge. I don't own any biohazard labeled ones. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. You've got to make it happen. Um, uh, I know what I'm doing after this. <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, we already talked about the purge a lot. I don't know mm. if you've seen many since the last week. Um, I have, actually. I've been purging today a little bit. Yeah, I'm, I'm up to date now. So I've seen all um, nine episodes going into the finale, which is out I, later this week. Yeah, I got almost to the end of episode eight. And I've got to mm. be honest, like, I was getting pretty pumped. Really? Like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which I feel like is the exact opposite to you. But, like, I was, yeah. I was getting ready. I'm ready for Purge Night Part 2. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it's definitely better now that it's in the Purge Night, but it, it just lost me throughout these storylines. The last three or four episodes where it just went nowhere. Um, they've kind of merged a few of the storylines together now, and it hasn't made them interesting in any way. Um, <laughs> at least it's like kind of like less different screen time. But, yeah, it's... I think the show's really fallen off. Like it didn't start exceptionally well anyway. I was like, oh, there are some interesting ideas here and I like enough of the purge to keep me watching. Um, but overall, like especially compared to season one, which I think was fantastic. Like the season has been a letdown in my opinion. Um, and yeah, it's been a shame, unfortunately. <laughs> like, like I wish there was more awesome stuff to talk about, but you know. Yeah. I think just... like for, for me, obviously season one was real good. Mm. Um, I don't. I don't think this is like bad. I think mm. it, it had a couple of bad episodes in the middle, but it's you know it's been. I think I think it's one of those things that actually has served better not binging on it, yeah. which is which is weird for a TV show because I felt like when you're just getting those chunks of it and you're going away from it and you're getting back reintroduced to people, it's okay. And that shorter episode format, especially for the middle ones. Um, 
and yeah, like now, now we're, you know, now I'm heading towards purge night, you know, the second purge night of this season. Um, I'm, I'm pretty, I'm pretty into it. Like I wouldn't, you know, I'm not massively into it, but, um, mm. you know, I'm, I definitely think this show has legs and hope yeah. it can continue. Yeah. It'd be interesting to see what will happen. Cause like, it's, it's just, one of those, like no one's talking about it again. It's one of those no. shows where I, again, we we have no idea where, you know, what the streaming numbers are like. Cause I'm sure yeah. if, they're, if they're happy with them, they're happy with them, but it's a weird one. It's to just all this different law that they bring into it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like all these different conversations when people are talking about kind of, you know, purging and, and kind of like the, the ramifications of it. And um, I thought it was, you know, one of the things about this season, although slow um, in these last few episodes, it's, fun to see the prep that's gone into the purge night and like mm. in that level of detail and that side of things and yeah you know i think it's i think they probably spent too long out of the purge i think if this was like an eight episode season um it would have been tighter yeah um because ultimately we want to be in purge night um but definitely having that build up kind of you know in between w- was an interesting spin that, that you know i i don't think it was a complete miss yeah, they've shown that they can actually still make it somewhat interesting not on the purge night, which mm. I think is an interesting experiment, you know, because we always like that as an idea, but whether whether in con- you know the concept would actually work. And I do think they've shown that like yeah, actual the actual reaction to it and just having that as a thing that exists in that world yeah. is still good enough. Um yeah. one thing I will say which has been consistently good is the the kind of weird like cold opens that the sh- that the episodes have where yeah. they don't always have them, but they have these like weird two minute scene that aren't to do with characters that we're following and it's just like a weird little subset in the purge world um yeah i thought they were awesome like i really really like them and i kind of wish there was more of these small self-contained moments and stories because obviously my biggest takeaway is that out of the four major storylines just like at least two of them now at this point i just don't care about at all um so like once you you kind of once you throw that dice and I was like right here's four storylines do you like them I'm like well I don't really like two of them it's kind of like well then I'm I'm stuck aren't I with it for the rest of the yeah, season yeah you're not whereas, a fan of fifty percent of the show <laughs> yeah whereas these small moments I kind of like that where I'm like obviously I love the idea of the purge and the purge night and the and the politics and all that stuff to do with it yeah. and um so so yeah I like seeing these little moments of like how does this little subset and community deal with the purge oh, oh I didn't think about that as an aspect yeah. you know like there are so many different when you when you had the bride and her bridesmaid yeah. like booking a holiday and then they're like we want to go to i don't know wherever it is and on purge night and then yeah. they're like booking it like oh do you want the vip package or <laughs> yeah you know what what you're going to want to be doing on purge night when you're there and stuff and like i love the that and then like the bridesmaid tongue behind was like so we only need five returns mm. <laughs> like not six and i was like oh that's brilliant like, yeah, there's so many cool um, ideas like that, like purge holidays and things like yeah. that we've seen that a little bit touched upon in the movies as well um so yeah, there yeah, is, there's like so much room coming for from it. overseas to go to the purge and everything, mm. and like, um, it's the way that people are like openly talking about killing each other. Like, yeah. you've got neighbors that are like, "See you on purge night, pal." Like, yeah. and, and just kind of like having it in that open conversation about it, and knowing that they're not going to kick off until then. It's kind of, mm. it feels like a little bit like a UFC kind of uh, pre-match kind of weigh-in. Yeah. <laughs> which you don't want to see a lot of but sometimes it can be quite entertaining <laughs> yeah it's I, I do like with the whole like it, it can sometimes be a bit much and a little bit funny with the the use of language where they're like you know you tried to purge me and stuff but i do like how it does fit that world where it has just become that yeah word it feels like they've used. built a word uh built yeah. a world 
because obviously that doesn't mean the same as like you tried to kill me like it is it does mean its own thing and when you hear it you know what it means and so you like yeah it does actually even though sometimes it's a bit funny when when you hear a lot of characters keep saying that word in that way where it's like oh you try to purge me i'll purge you and stuff and it's like okay this is getting a bit silly now but like it does work in that world um so yeah like i still i'm still like obviously there's a new movie coming out next year as well so i'm really curious to see what they're going to do with that it's like apparently it's coming out next year and yeah i don't even know if we have an actual title yet i know they were they were slightly talking about maybe it's the final purge was going to be the title um right but um yeah that'll be interesting to see the kind of like what they do with that as well um but yeah it's, I mean, it's they an do like part show. fours of things to be called the final whatever so well, yeah i was gonna say once these like these franchises start to wind down they're like right can we scrape a bit more let's call it the final because everyone turns up for the final thing right more. remember endgame everyone loved that um so yeah, that's always a great idea. But that's pretty much it for this week. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for the big one, which is going to be very exciting. The big one. Right? Uh, obviously, we've been watching a lot, rewatching a lot of these movies off off air, which has just been so good. And it's oh, it's, it's been really a good time, man. It's been fascinating to see kind of our list over the last two to three weeks because it really has been this like evolving, changing thing as we've been rewatching mm. these movies. Um, oh, because it's so solid. Because it, mm. you know, it, a couple of years gone by, we've had to like you know not had to but you know there are a couple in there that you that have got like a special place because they're like yeah. a you know a movie that we gravitate towards because of the genre and we just can't give passes to movies like that this no. year because because the, the year is so strong yeah the honorable mentions really are going to be like a big deal this year yeah. because it's harsh <clears throat> on quite a few movies this year to not make a top 10 it was just it was just yeah. so strong like it's been incredible yeah i can see why some people have given us a 15 yeah <laughs> sure sean a top a top 15 it. a top 15 would have been easier <laughs> yeah um but yeah i think that's been awesome because yeah it has been a rough time like we have scraped the barrel for quite a few movies in the last few weeks and not with this week because this was always going to be a big release um yeah it just so happened to be terrible um but it will be a very nice reminder to next week to be like no overall again like horror is in an amazing place um so yeah, that's going to be very exciting. Um, but this week, uh, we talked about Black, Black Christmas. Uh, thanks for listening as always, and we'll see you again very soon. See you later, everyone. Through my veins and travels through my head, they said, you'll die soon enough anyway, shut up, I can't, mainly because I never could, how could I start that?